Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. It's been good. Hey, man. Your audio is really bad. You're like really. Your audio is really bad. It's really tweaking out. It's like it's like too high. You might want to either adjust your headset volume or go into talk show and adjust the volume there. Okay. You there? Is that better? That's much better. Okay. That is a heck of a lot better, man. You were like, wow. It was just like blowing out my eardrums. Like, whoa. <laughs> Super loud. Sorry about that. Um, I'm thinking my um, co-host is on here. Jen, are you on here? Yep. I just joined in. Hello. Can you hear you me? Hi, Jen. Jen huh? is it... Hey. Hey, guys. Well, hello, Jen. <laughs> can you all hear me? Uh, Michael Adams here. Nice to meet you, Jen. Nice to that's, meet that's you. That's a heck sir. of a name, Jen. So it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from right up the road from Jimmy in Harlan County, Kentucky. Oh. But just um, just over oh, okay. a few ridge, just over a few so ridges and hollers. Jen. Huh? Okay. It's Jen. That's what it Jennifer. is. That's just a little nickname yeah. that I have for her. That it's just short for Jennifer. A, but, a, a lot of, okay. a well, lot of people call well, me Jen. Well, oh, okay. So, so you, you guys are neighbors, basically, huh? Friends? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, well, uh, I know you start you started recording. I don't know if you knew that. So um, yeah, we're we're on. So it's your show, man. Yeah, guys. uh, Tonight, my guest. If you haven't figured it out, this man here who is talking, Mister Michael Adams, uh, is with us tonight. Michael has a YouTube channel called Old Religion Dystopia: Knowing versus Believing. First off, I want to say, uh, Mike, it's it's good to get to talk to you again and have you on the show. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and uh, about your channel. Oh, about my channel? Well, my channel, uh, Old Religion Dystopia, Knowing Versus Believe, I uh, started it about a year ago, about the start, um, and um, started out... Um, well, basically, my channel at this point is about um, God, uh, angels, demons, Bigfoot, and, um, 
Jesus Christ, the whole gamut. So the big story, the big story of um, what's really going on. So interesting, uh, interesting combination. Interview, folks. Thank you. Uh, It's uh, and I interview folks. uh, like this week, I have three folks I'm interviewing. Yeah, Michael's actually one. Of, he was actually one of the first people that uh, ever interviewed me. Um, I had a real good time on his show, um, and uh, just figured I would uh, extend the olive branch and see if he wanted to come on this show and talk about uh, what he knows and share with the public. Um, just let's go ahead and get into that, uh, Michael, and just tell everyone what your channel's about, and and we'll go from there. All right. Well, like I said, you know, it's it's uh, it's. I don't know what that that echo is coming from. That's a terrible echo. Um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, I'm having a hard time talking because of the echo. So somebody, their volume's too loud on your end. Either Den, yeah, their volume's too loud. Or, it might, it or might be here. It might be on my Den. end. There we go. Yeah, I think it was on my end. I think my headset come unplugged. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's better. That's, that's okay, good. Seems better. Yeah, we'll, we'll go for it now. So, okay, my, my show, um, yeah, I deal with... Uh, things that a lot of people call like the paranormal and all that, but the twist that I have is that it's a biblical Christian perspective. So, from my research, I've come to discover things like that uh, the demonic realm, the fallen angels, that um, and their you know their offspring, the Nephilim are really what we're dealing with when it comes to ghosts, when it comes to Bigfoot, when it comes to um, all these things that people call the supernatural, even aliens and all that kind of stuff. And I'm very confident at this point in saying, although it's not the usual in the Bigfoot community for people to say uh, that they know what they're talking about, I'm very confident feeling that I know what I'm talking about. Now, I know that a lot of people, they say, well, we really don't know what Bigfoot is, but after the thousands of images that I've captured, and uh, either the hunters of my own and then you know thousands of others, it's pretty clear to me at this point that what we're dealing with is a, uh, a demonic entity. Now, it's not something that people ought to hear, want to hear, because it kind of ruins the party, but um, that's pretty much where I'm at. So, But I've had... Uh, you know, I've had at least seven sightings of these things of Bigfoot. So, um, we're starting in August of last year, mm-hmm. and I figured out how this, uh, how to capture these things very, very much. It's very easy to do. Uh, Scott Carpenter was the one really that kind of let people know how to do that, and he's he's, he's a biblical Christian too. That feels it's about the same things going on. So, but if you want to know how to capture these things. Uh, you know, go out somewhere where there's uh, X structures, tree structures, um, 
TPs, these things that these entities make, and start taking pictures. But when you take the pictures, don't look at the camera. Take the picture from behind your back and on your side, and then come back into, you know, download them your computer, uh, use some simple software like paint.net and uh, paint as well, which are all free, and you can start finding these things once you understand that these things lurk in the shadows. And as we, uh, what I know at this point that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do against principalities and evil things in the darkness. And uh, so you think uh, that you know we really? The, for, I also have the person. Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. You said you think what? So, you were asking me a question, you think. This is just fascinating me because I've just um just listened to you for the first time and I'm I'm Googling and um as we speak right now on the laptop about you. So you think these creatures are um demon possessed beasts, animals? No. They're actually uh the fallen, uh, uh, they're, they're uh, spirits. They're spirit beings. Okay. They're demonic spirit beings that, have, that uh, are are trapped here until their day of judgment when they're, you know, all cast into uh, the lake of fire. Uh, and uh, so it, it's pretty, pretty self-evident. These, no, but the same token, here's the thing about fall gel, uh, fallen angelic beings. They can manifest in the flesh. Okay? okay. Now, one of the things I discover about these things, they can either do there's there's just several ways of them going about this. One thing is they can there 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 are ones that are rather large capture uh, that that I know, and you can find in the Patterson the original Patterson film itself. If you would just take that couple minute film and just break it down, still by still by still, you'll start seeing all these demonic entities in the picture. <laughs> so uh, I really believe that Patty itself is a demonic entity, but it, uh, it, and it manifests in the flesh. Now something happened during that time period. Uh, something I don't know who who was all involved with it. As far as I mean, we know about the names that are p- proposed out there for us, but uh, I'm pretty convinced that there was more than a couple guys involved in that. It seems to me that there were uh, two, at least two governments, the United States and the Canadian government involved in it, and numerous other people. And um, you just don't get some bozos go from in Northern California to sending some film uh, to Hollywood and having them edit it, no matter who you think you are and who you know, and then have it all of a sudden being posted on the, in the movie theaters and on television. It was not a coincidence. But anyways, going back to something about them being able to manifest in the flesh, they can. Mm-hmm. They can kill. In fact, their whole their whole intent is to steal, kill, and destroy you, us. What's going on with these tree structures is, is actually a violation and uh, of God's creation. And we can go to that, where it's really um, what they're doing is making a mockery of God's creation. And they also use these things too. I noticed like X structures and the TP structures. You'll find a lot of these entities around those. In fact, I've captured and had images of multiple heads, not just one or two or three, but 
dozens of them. And so, you know, and, and, uh, but my first sighting was back in August and it was a very hot and humid day in the evening, about, um, six thirty ish to seven. It was a very strange evening too. And it was very, a lot of people talk about, you know, when they do have these sightings, they have these kind of things just kind of get weird. You know what I mean? Supernatural, like the, the atmosphere is different and all that kind of stuff. You know, I had it's a very strange story in its own right. I mean, I could just talk about this first sighting alone all, all evening uh, with all the weird incidents that happened. But what I saw was a very large brown, like tannish brown bean running, but it was running. It looked like it's almost, I mean, it's about 200 yards away. It's on the underside of the stream in the middle of town in a field that I had captured images of these things uh, already in the trees. I just went back to do some more, just to do some things. And uh, uh, this this being is huge. When people talk about, you know, eight feet tall, this thing was much bigger than that. It had to be, it had to be closer to 12. Wow. And it was leaning forward, like a picture of a guy it's on a bicycle, okay? Like one of those professional racers on a bicycle, right? You know how they lean forward when they're riding their bike? Yeah. That's how this thing was. This thing's how this thing ran. And it ran so fast. It was like one, two, and and it's gone. Oh. But when you see one of these things, you don't forget what you see. Now, did I see the whole thing? No. Like so many of these sightings, it's very rare that anybody ever sees from the, the the feet all the way to its head and its arms and hands and all. It's very rare. Extremely rare. Most times when we have these sightings, you're only seeing part of the being, usually the upper torso, that kind of thing. Head. Uh, this one I saw the lower, it's, it's backside, it's the head and just how it just ran. And, and it just, the way it ran it ran like you would think, say, like a primate might run, but it ran way too fast. Okay? And it was huge. And I just, that evening, too, was just a very strange, supernatural evening where, believe it or not, I already started posting things about this and talking to folks. And, you know, I just let you know. The government, it, government is paying attention to what you guys are doing, what I'm doing, what everybody's doing. Yeah, no doubt. This kind no of doubt. stuff, they do pay attention. Um, and but the thing is, where the reason why they do that? They're not. They're not really trying to. They're not trying to hide the facts as much as they're trying to deflect the truth. They present this bogus argument where there's only two sides to the coin that you can be in the debate on. Either it's a guy in a suit or it's a flesh and blood creature. Very rarely, if ever, does anybody ever say, because most people don't even believe in the Word of God or believe in God. They think they're God and they believe in a religion called scientism. Right. Yeah. Well, they put all their faith in science, but if you really study science, you start to realize how, you know, from the, the, the heliocentric model of the cosmology of the universe all the way down to the Big Bang and to evolution, everything's a big lie, and they know that. Yeah. yeah. And the high priest of of scientism wants you guys, and want all of us, 
to strictly be in this mindset, this materialistic mindset, and never ever come to the realization that they themselves, the leadership of every nation in this world, and all the men who have great wealth and power, all worship demons, the shamans, the, the uh, witches, the witchcraft, those people, all these different things, what they're really doing is challenging demons. They think they have this great power, but they don't. They're actually being manipulated by these things. And they're, de- they're deceived and therefore deceiving us. And once you open up to the truth about, and, and I'm not here to try to be a religious person. I'm not going to tell you what religion to belong to. But I do know this, that these things, when you call upon the name of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ, they run. Wow. Okay? They don't run from guns. And they don't run from your fear or you being angry, but they will run from the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. So it's, the, the issue is much more complicated than people are telling you. And if they don't have a biblical background, along with being having some kind of uh, discernment and uh, being you know, the direction of the Holy Spirit in their lives, they are going to buy in a whole bunch of different things. But the moment you put the real true glasses on and look at what you're really looking at, that they're quite easy to find, and then you're going to have to deal with some really important issues that are much deeper than Bigfoot itself. Is there a God? Are there angels? Are there yeah. demons? Who is Jesus Christ really? Was he just some really great prophet or some really cool guru? Or is he what he really said he is? Is he the God gave him the flesh, paid for our sins? Did he really, did Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ create all things? And why do they run from them? By the way, when I started this Bigfoot venture, I was not what you would call a staunch, amazing Christian. I would, in fact... A year ago, I was totally doubting Jesus and everything, okay, like so many other people. But through Bigfoot research and finally come to, what am I going to do, man? These things are wrapping on the, below my window. Uh, you know, things are happening around the, the property. What am I going to do? And so, you know, the, uh, Brother Dave that was introduced to me by uh, Brian Sullivan Duke, uh, you know, he taught me about you know, the power and the blood of Jesus Christ and, and calling upon that to mm-hmm. rebuke these things, bind them, because they're, de- they're, they're evil spirits, really, and loosen God's angels. And they started going away. I mean, I had, and the final one was in December when I had this major spiritual attack, which really got me to get on my knees and start praying. So Now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, I don't want to hear any of this. This is all Christian nonsense and it's BS, and I understand exactly where you're coming from. Because I was was you. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to be freed, if you're having problems at your home, and your property, whatever, and these things are happening, and you know you're driven by fear, and you can feel that fear that comes from these things, there's an answer to it. And it really is spiritual. And it is Jesus Christ. Now, I'm sorry about getting on my soapbox, but, but I think it's really important that people hear the truth. Hey, you're fine. You're fine. I'm not you're here fine. to be, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And and I know that contradicts everybody else out there. It even bothers 
uh, uh, even bothered Duke. <laughs> what I'm saying, this man who says he believes in Jesus, but you know, um, gosh, I, I love my brother Duke, and I hope he. You know, part of the problem is there is a strong element of witchcraft and sorcery and shamanism involved in all this. Yeah. This is true. And and so many people have come out of this uh, for the same realization. So I'm not original in any of this. I'm just telling you the truth because, quite frankly, I got nothing to sell you. Well, that that was one of the things I I decided. Yeah, that's one of the things I decided when I started to do these podcasts. I'm going to listen to everyone, no matter what their story sounds like. Everybody deserves to tell their story. And it's not up to me to judge people. Only God can judge us. And that's the mindset that I'm taking while doing this. And I'm not going to let anyone else sway me otherwise, because... I know that's what God wants us all to do, you know, and it's just not common sense. You know, you read about it in the Bible, you know, where to live as Jesus lived. And if God put it on you to, uh, this is what you need to be doing, then you need to be doing what God tells you to, or you'll be punished for it. So, you know, you're not, you're not doing nothing. You're not doing nothing wrong at all. But here's here's the thing too. I, I'm not denying any of these any of the folks' experience. I'm not because I've had them. I think seven times. I've had the most bizarre experiences. Uh, one one time actually with a Crow Indian shaman, and we saw it. And, and I mean, it was you know, what a bizarre experience that was. So we could talk about that if you want to. Uh, so I'm not denying anybody's experience, and I'm not a you know. But what I am saying is, there is a crossroads that one comes to with this research, and either you accept their truth or you don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, there really is yeah, truth. There is truth. Not, By the way, a lot, lot of everything that people are looking at. Not to cut you off, Michael. I just seen yeah, a. Please. I just seen somebody pop up here on our uh, that, if I ain't mistaken, it could be Daniel Benoit. Daniel, are you on here with us? Daniel's trying to get on. He messaged me. Okay. But he said he could. Oh, Daniel. I, I, okay. He's trying to I get on. I interviewed way back when, so. Well, uh, he, yeah, he, uh, he should be able to just have... Oh, tell him to punch in zero or one. Maybe that's what... Can you message him, Jimmy? Huh. Well... Yeah, I'll try try to message him. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing? Now, Daniel and I are going to see things completely different. Uh Uh-oh. From uh, the (laughs) scientific, scientism type of approach. But I know know my end of things that it's it's clearly spiritual that what we're dealing with, so... And these demonic entities can do everything that people, you know, all the physical things, like taking a tree and stripping all the branches down and throwing the thing a thousand feet in, in the air, uh, like Thinker Thonker found in that, that video. Uh, I, I strongly believe these are the same entities that build the the pyramids that we can't understand how they did it. And the reason why they can't understand how they did it is because it was... These demonic entities are the ones that actually did the building. 
and through human sacrifice. This is how they created these things. That's the only explanation that that we have that makes any sense. I mean, you can try to say that, you know, uh, they had great technology, but uh, you have to get to the point you have to say, well, no matter how great their technology was, these obelisks and these stones, these bricks were so huge that we don't even have equipment today to move them. Yes. Yeah, don't tell exactly. me that 10,000 men moved these bricks. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. just being delusional about the whole thing. So, I mean, it's just, you know, but we do know from scripture, from other texts, and from what other people have seen and witnessed, that these demonic elements, these entities, if, and you know, these, it has been well known that those, the people worship these things, they worship for power, and then they get this power, but probably what happens is they're not really getting power, they're being demonized, demon-possessed, they're being used by these demons to send as many people as they can to what I believe is uh, the lake of fire, as Jesus talked about, or, or, or eternal damnation. And that's what their whole goal is, is to kill, steal, and destroy, so... Um, they will do whatever it takes for you to keep your eye off the prize, which is God himself, and keep it on them. Because they'll know that their time is short, and their job is basically to send as many people along with them to the Lake of Fire. And I really, I, I, I not only believe that, I know it's going to sound extremely arrogant, but I know it. The funny thing about that is, too, is that when we're talking about spiritual things, if you don't believe, if you don't call upon God to ask for these revelations to be revealed to you, you're not going to believe. You're going to put your faith in yourself, and that's very dangerous, especially when we're talking about these sort of things. If you don't have enough humility to submit to God, you yourself could be destroyed by these things. I know so many guys... They have gotten sick from doing this stuff. Bigfoot research. That their 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 health has gone bad. They've had problems at the home. The family uh, marriage is being destroyed. So they're being oppressed. This is all things to take really into consideration. Yes, right. They're being oppressed, and they're being oppressed by these spirits. You're absolutely right. Well, you know something about this, Jen. What do you know about this? Just because <laughs> not much to tell you the truth. <laughs> I um I used to belong to a, a paranormal group, but I decided to leave it for some personal convictions that I uh-huh. that I felt uncomfortable with. You know that, um, and that's you know something I would like to to get from you as well. Um, as a Christian, as a firm believer in God. Um, is it okay for us to have an interest in the paranormal, to research it, to experience it, or is or or should we abstain from it? Well, I think it's all what your motive is. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if you're just trying for to have the adventure, right, or you're trying to prove uh, that it's something that it's not. 
um, if, okay, if you don't have a good relationship with Jesus Christ and he doesn't come first, and the word God doesn't come first, mm-hmm. but these things come first, you've got problems. Okay? But that's the way it is with everything. You know, people can get demonized by so many different things. From the lust of the eyes, right? Right. You know, uh, look how many how many people are trapped in and trapped in porno. Mm-hmm. Look, when you get involved in that kind of stuff, and you violate God's purpose for creation for you, and you start treating each other as sexual objects, what well, guess what's going to happen to you? And then if you're like abusing yourself sexually, uh, guess what's going to happen? You're going to open up a door, a portal, to allow these things into your life, and they're going to, and it's more than a psychological thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I before I came came to Lord, I'm 50 years old. Before I came to Lord, I was a fornicator, an adulterer, and a womanizer. Okay, that's the truth. And I had a you know, 30 plus years to to do it. And, you know, uh, although I've repented from all that and and that part of my life, you know, I don't, you know, I've pretty much submitted myself. After this Bigfoot research, excuse me, after this Bigfoot research, I've pretty much submitted myself to Christ at this point. Uh, That, you know, uh, but still, uh, there's times I wake up from a dream and I'm having like this perverted dream. Where did that come from? I've been reading the Bible all night. I've been fo- focusing on other things and God, and that comes into my head. And it's by the way, it's not even something you've experienced, mm-hmm. you know. And I really believe that's what it is. Is, is de- there's still demons in me? You know what I mean? It still need to be cleaned up. There's still. Uh, I believe that Christians can still be demonized. I'm not saying demon possessed. That's two different things. Demonized means you can be tormented by these things. They can still have some of these. In you, generational curses that you can allow these things into you. And even though you come to the Lord, you're saved, and you have eternal salvation, that doesn't mean today, now, you don't have to deal with these demons. They're still all around you. In fact, I'm going to reassure you they're all around you. <laughs> I've so many images of at this point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so as far as a Christian goes, why are you doing that? Is it just for thrill-seeking? Do you really want to know the truth? Are you going to be honest to people about what you know? Are you going to fear? Is is the uh, the praise of men more important than the praise of God? Is the love of men more important than the love of God? These are really important issues to ask yourself. You know, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Am I doing this just to be popular or to make a following, or do I really want to know the truth? Those are real two diamond, di, di, uh, uh, diametrically opposed mm-hmm. perspectives, paradigms of how to view life. And most people, they'll take, most of us will sell our, our, our soul for a pot of porridge. I've done it n- numerous times before I came to the Lord, and even after I came to the Lord, I did it. Um, so, you know, you have to ask yourself why you're doing that. Now, are you really going to be honest about And the funny thing, once I got honest about it, all of a sudden, all the flooded of all these images. I was like, well, here you go, Mike. You want to know the truth? Here it is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and by the way, I've captured all sorts of images while I've been Bigfoot from, uh, you know, spirits of women 
to alien-looking things, to little children-like things, to uh, gnome-like things. Like, in fact, um, on, I believe it's my YouTube channel page. It's actually an image. I have one of a compilation of, the, of a gnome I actually captured while researching. And I didn't have to do much to, to as far as tweak it to make it uh, self-evident, you know what I mean? I mean, in other words, I didn't have to, you know, adjust the brightness or the contrast or anything that very much because it was just right there. You know, I took a picture of it. Next to it was a uh, uh, shadow image, if you will, of what looked like a Bigfoot, too. So, I mean, it's it's the reason why people are fearful. Also, tree knocking is the exact same thing as people experience in haunted houses and in haunted places where they hear the same type of knocking in, in houses. I've experienced it. So, well, uh, it, it explains uh, a lot, too. It really explains a lot because that, that, go ahead. Yeah. Um, like I, I've, I've told you once before, um, before I even got started into uh, Bigfoot phenomenon and stuff like that, I was into the paranormal uh, just like Jennifer was. And uh, one of the reasons that made me stop was, you know, I feel like um, God opened my eyes up and showed me the truth about ghosts. And a lot of people distort it. They don't realize the things that they're they're really dealing with is demonic there there's no such thing it states in the bible that when you die you know not of this earth uh your memories and stuff are gone and that's one of the reasons why i decided to just quit doing that but i feel like i'm being pulled more back to that again not just to uh be doing it to be doing it but to get the evidence to show the people Hey, this is what you're dealing with. When you think you're dealing with a loved one or a family member or a friend, you're really dealing with demonic entities. And I believe Jennifer is like me. Oh, she well, these, is. These can... Well, the the paranormal group that I belong to, they um, they thought they were being a help, and they still do. And and they have a, I guess, the purest of intentions. Because they feel like if they can communicate with these spirits, these things, um, that they can help them move on. You know, that they're trapped here on earth. And so they don't think that they're dealing with um, anything demonic. They believe they're dealing with disembodied spirits. And they want to help them move on to the light. Right. Now, as a Christian, I have a hard time with that. Maybe it's my particular faith, and I'm curious to know your take on that, because the scriptures say to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord, or or to be in another place. <laughs> are, are, do you share this mentality, or, or do you or do you have a different look on that? No, I, I know so. In fact, once you know that to be the case, mm-hmm. uh, you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay, I'm so I apologize for the ambulance. Uh, Sirens. You're fine. Uh, I don't live in. Yeah, I live in a, like this suburb, but you know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I uh, I know for a fact that's the case. And once you realize that, uh, they don't have any control over you. See, here's the thing. What will happen is once they realize that they know that 
you know that they're there, then they start getting more active around you. But once you find out the truth about these things, that they're demonic entities, and that you call on the name of the Lord, and call on the blood of Jesus Christ to bind these things and rebuke them, and call upon the angels of God to be loosened, that the you know with their fiery swords to drive these things away. Guess what happens? They drive away. Next thing you know, they're not hanging out. Now that doesn't mean that all of a sudden everything's all clean and clear, but you know you start to discover that there's a power here going on. There's a spiritual struggle going on here, and that these things. It doesn't add up to say that they're ghosts and they're just, they need to be talked to and get right. to the other side. No, what they're doing is con- deceiving people. They're deceiving people into thinking they're ghosts or, you know, some hominid. And many of these, by the way, a lot of these demonic entities look just like what you would think a Bigfoot would look like. Mm. And, you know. And wow. I can go even, I can expand more about that, too, because you can find these um, in, in Share, very many, very many different places outside of the Share world. Share what you would like to. I mean, that's that's the reason why I do this show. You know, uh, is to get get the word out there. I mean, we we I believe in different things, uh, and I want to give a platform for people to express uh, their beliefs, what they believe about whether it's paranormal or if it's Bigfoot related or other cryptids. But you share away, keep right. Well, I if mean, you don't believe, uh, yes, if you're fascinating. Please continue. <laughs> well, if you're not anchored in Jesus, then you're going to think of things like it's paranormal and there's ghosts and all this kind of thing, right? And there's aliens and all that, right? And by the way, when do my field research, one of the things that I've, that, that happens quite often, at least to me, is that uh, there's things in the sky, too, that people like to call UFOs, and many times those things even look like uh, angelic beings that people have captured on on film, where they're black and white and kind of morphing and changing and doing all these things. They don't really look like a UFO. They just look like a blob in the sky changing, you know what I mean? Uh, and I really believe that it, they are fallen angelic beings, and they're all connected. You know, they start working together to deceive you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I so one of the things is a lot of folks have done research of the stars with the new uh, P900 camera, which one of my listeners, <laughs> amazingly enough, bought me a, a used one. It still cost nine hundred, no, excuse me, five hundred bucks to start taking more film of, of the stars up in the sky with a P900 camera you can do this now that's cool uh, and a lot of these folks are taking pictures or pictures of these these stars and they're morphing and there's heads as the bible says he talks about the stars and you know and that you know that they're angelic beings that it is turning out to be the case another giant contradiction to the faith of scientism that uh <laughs> Uh, these things, uh, these stars that God said, you know, luminaries, are also, you know, the angelic beings. They're the ones that kept their estate. They didn't rebel, God. The ones down here, the ones that were with us, the ones that rebelled against God. And so uh, what I'm getting at there is we're seeing a lot of these images and faces 
in the stars and also in orbs that look just like a Bigfoot, at least the face part. Okay? And a lot of people also, when they have these encounters too at night, they'll, they'll swear, in fact, some pretty reputable Bigfoot, Bigfoot researchers have documented it that during their research at Bigfoot that they also experience orbs. Now, I believe these orbs are this, these falling angelic beings, and they can either be super small or they can link together and become some big thing. Uh, like a Bigfoot, and like what I saw, that was about that had to be at least twelve feet. Um, and to actually being, you know, uh, if they've if there's been given enough power for the moment to manifest, because these never last very long, do they? These people see them for a moment or two, and then it's gone. It yeah. goes behind a tree, and it's gone. I mean, I've seen these in Casper's or these things, their heads popping out of a tree. Mm-hmm. Okay, literally popping out of a tree. Not just the whole body, the, 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 they're actually popping out of a tree. Now, explain that to me. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, so so they're all connected. And all this is connected. This is supernatural. And this is something, you know, because people don't want, they don't know their word of God, they don't believe in God, they haven't bothered to fall on their knees and pray to God. And only by the mercy of God have I, and actually it was through Bigfoot research that I actually did it. <laughs> I guess like, of what I was going through. Uh, that, you know, you come to uh, this realization that you're dealing with uh, supernatural, you're dealing with uh, spiritual entities. And the only thing that adds up once you start studying uh, is, um, uh, you know, the Word of God. And we're dealing with demonic entities. So. You know, as far as Christians doing this, if you do not bring the solution to the problem, it's our responsibility to be brave enough to bring the solution, which is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, I have had numerous people now that have contacted me, me, of all people, the last person you'd ever think, because, you know, know, I'm not going to tell you, I believe in Jesus Christ, but I'm not going to tell you to go to the local church. I mean, you've got to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's far more important than ever going to church. Uh, that uh, people contacted me asking for help, Bigfoot researchers, having the same problems, finally hearing somebody's willing to talk the truth about it. Okay? And then they, I, get, I cook, hook them up with, you know, people that are well-known as far as deliverance and all that kind of stuff. And, and Or I talk to them myself. I can pray for them, you know. And, but, you know, it's, it, it, this is happening all over the place. And it doesn't have to be in the big woods, and it doesn't have to be a big forest, and it doesn't have to be in Salt Fork there in Ohio, where I'm from. You know, I'm in northwest Ohio. It, it could be in the middle of your town and even your backyard, this stuff is going on. So um, this is the reality. People are seeing big, giant entities that look like Bigfoot, sometimes numerous ones. Sometimes, you know, one of the things that they talk about is the clans or the... the uh, Oh, what else do they call it? Anyways, there's the group of them. And you're always, a lot of times what you do, you end up capturing, you'll, there'll be a Bigfoot, and then there'll be a, something that looks like a dog man, and another thing that looks like an alien, or something that looks like some kind of troll, or uh, looks like some kind of, uh, oh gosh, what do they call those little things? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The big ears. The big ears. 
Hmm. Yeah, the one, the, the horror movie with the... Uh, the Gremlins? Gremlin, thank you very much. Gremlins. There we go. You know, and, and the same photo. Hmm. And uh, and okay. so you have to... Go ahead. Do you think that they choose who to appear to? We were actually uh, having a conversation yes. with a lady recently, wasn't we, Jimmy? And yeah, it was Miss Claudia Ackley. Yeah, and she feels, you know, she has a wonderful experience, and she feels like she was chosen. So do you think these creatures choose to appear to certain people? Not creatures, oh. but oh, absolutely. Um, entities. I, I, I think if you're receptive to the thing, it's going to happen. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I understand what she's saying. It's wonderful for now. For now. Mm-hmm. But um, if she comes to the truth, she calls upon the name of Jesus Christ, and I challenge everybody to do this. You know, when you're dealing with these things, talk to Heavenly Father, talk to Jesus Christ, and you even have a better opportunity to capture these things on film because they get all active about it. They do. It stirs them up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people, when I was going through it too, especially when I was talking to certain people that are known for practicing shamanism and witchcraft and all that kind of thing, and I had no idea at the time. I didn't know how to deal with it. I was so ignorant about this whole topic a year ago. I was like everyone else. Oh, it's either got a, it's either some government conspiracy and they made it all up. It's a guy in a suit. Or there really is some animal out there, right? Uh, but I'm thoroughly convinced at this point that what we're dealing with are spiritual entities. And what part of the problem is with things, you know, the different churches out there and organizations, and I'm not going to knock anybody's organizations, but they were guilty about one thing. And presenting angels only as like little fat cherubs, naked little kids, or, you know, people look at things with wings. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that these things come in many different forms, and we have a good example in the Bible about the cherubims, the cherubims that protect or guard Heavenly Father and His Holy Throne, and that they have multiple heads. Mm-hmm. Six wings. I think that there's, all, there's so many different types of these angelic beings, that, and we have just been we're ignorant of it, but but the same token, we're coming to the realization of it now too because of the technology that we have. I believe what's going to happen is this: as times go on, there's going to be two camps of people. There are going to be those who are still stuck in the materialistic, uh, scientific paradigm, and then there are going to be those who are going to spiritually wake up through the grace and mercy of God, they're going to realize what's going on. Okay? There's the two major groups, okay? And there's always the things in the middle and people. Not everyone's... It's it's never that simple, right? It's not some kind of Hegelian dialectic between the left and the right, you know, type Mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, So, but what's going to happen is, is that as time goes on, because every day and every week, more and more images come out because we, the average person, are having... The technology, which really all it takes is a cell phone to start doing this. 
and the opportunities. And now, you know, we have been taught simple, simple truths, which I just told you. If you're going to take pictures of these things, do not be looking directly at them with your camera and your cell phone. Take it to the side and to the back, and you're going to get pictures of these things, okay? <laughs> and then you're going to have to ask yourself, how did you miss that thing? <laughs> You know what I mean? That because there was like no way possible that you could have because you walked by that area, and something that big, there's absolutely no way you could have missed it. Okay. Then there's certain times when the people, you know, these these entities, they know what's going on. There's such these familiar spirits, and there's spirits that are are paying attention to you. They know what your desires are, and I, a lot of times they will manifest for you. Especially if you don't know God and you can't defend yourself, they'll manifest themselves. And so you get these moments like the Freeman film or the Patterson film where these things actually do manifest in the flesh. Interesting about like the Patterson film is one of the things a lot of these times is once again, you never really get the foot of them, the feet of them. And if you do, maybe like the one, see, I, I did a lot of shows with, M.K. Davis. And I love him. He doesn't believe, he doesn't see it at all like I see it. But that's okay. Hopefully someday he will. Because <laughs> I'm concerned for his soul. I really am. I'm concerned for all you guys' soul. That's the reason why I'm bringing it up. Because I'm concerned about what could possibly happen to you. Really Amen. bad things can happen to you. Doing this. They're much worse than you can imagine. Than getting beat up by these things. Or them killing you. Uh, they could they could be much worse than that, believe it or not. And so, yeah. So there's other you know film and this kind of thing where if they do, it, it just doesn't add up. It's never, you know. By now, I'm sorry. It, it, the Bible makes it very clear in Genesis one, which this is what the problem is with most people that don't believe in God. They can't accept Genesis one. They can't accept it because the world, and by the way, my background is in science. I went to college and university for environmental management and science, and I was in the field, so I understand about the scientific method, more so than most people that are actually in the field. Okay? And I can tell you, when you throw that all out, as far as how, because uh, you're dealing now with some spiritual and so, yeah, there's certain aspects of the scientific method you could use, but, you know, there's a reason why no one's ever got anything really of any great value. And it's not because of the government itself. It's because you're approaching it the wrong way. Most people are approaching this whole situation the wrong way. You see, the government and these ruling elite, they worship these things. This is where they get their power. They can use these things to manipulate things, manipulate you. You don't want to believe that. I understand you don't want to believe that. I didn't want to believe that. Ah, it's just nonsense. Unfortunately, it's not nonsense. In Genesis 1, everything in science, in the, in the, the religion of scientism, contradicts Genesis. If you literally take the Word of God seriously... You take it for what it says. Your things are going to open up. The truth. And your first you're going to have to deal with is, you know, about 
the cosmology that you were deceived and lied to about all that stuff. And once you can accept that, then you go on to the next great delusion that you're under. Okay. Do I think it's worth for you guys to do this? Yeah, I do. I think so. But what I don't like is what a lot of these guys do is they use it as a form of entertainment. They pretend that they're trying to help these people. When they're really not, they say, well, you know, it's therapeutic for you to talk about. Yeah, but if you don't have a solution to the problem, all you can do is empathize for them. It's not really going to help. I've seen this enough times now where it doesn't really help these people. They feel it does, but they usually end up chasing their imaginary ghost all around waiting for some great thing to happen and then they they capture these images and then they think they're really doing something amazing uh and in a way they are because of the technology and all that and god's revealing this stuff but why because everything's going to be revealed everything's coming to the forward folks and you're going to be forced like everyone else and your children to make a decision will you follow god or will you follow, will you raise your fist up in the air and curse them like so many people do because you didn't get what you want? Now, I know what it's like to, be, to suffer health issues and divorce and breakups and all sorts of things. You know what I can tell you? If I would have known the Word of God and if I would have followed it, my life would not have been so painful. And I've bet you the same is for you. That doesn't mean you're not going to suffer things. But there's a wonderful, God will give you a wonderful protection, a hedge. A hedge, exactly. Yes, right. And this fiery wall around you with his, his, the mighty angels are real. What you're looking up in the firmament, the sky, the firmament that divides the waters from the waters is these angels. These luminaries, these lights, are these angels that hold their position. And there are many, many more, and they're out there to protect you. If you just come up to the Lord, you're going to have that. Now, if you go out into the field of research now, why are you doing it? Are you there to warn the people, to warn all these folks? Because things are going to get much worse. These things are going to start manifesting in the street. And people aren't going to know what to do about it. And they're going to be so shocked that their hearts are going to fail them. Yeah, you yourself had said uh, in the first interview that you done with me that you've had to battle black witches, uh, so-called warlocks, putting curses on you and your family members. Yes, this is true. This is absolutely true. And I documented it. I did a little short video of some of the, the images that I caught. God graced me with a little bit to, to catch a couple of images of these things. And these uh, spirit entities, one looks like a cross between a bee and a owl, or an owl. An owl is actually one of the uh, the uh, spirit entities, the demonic entities that are worshipped in this country. And the question about Athena and Moloch and all that kind of stuff, and the worshiping of the owl. Yeah. Other uh, ones that look just like a Bigfoot. Uh, other ones that look, one that looks just like an angel, like an angel of light in the midst of it. 
I mean, they sent like a whole horde of these things, and um, and but you know what? By that time, I knew about Jesus Christ and the blood, and I rebuked them. Now, they attacked me and my son. My son was very sick. The next day, I took him to the hospital, and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him, right? All pale. And he just, that day, he was, they couldn't figure it out, and they were thinking, oh, maybe the tonsils and all that kind of thing. It, what happens was that they, uh, they, they, when they attacked us, they attacked my son, and they can affect your health. You hear a lot of times about guys, they go out in the field, and it's happened to me now as well, where you go out in the field and you end up pissing blood. Sorry for the language, but that's what happens. Uh, why is that? Because these things can physically harm you. They talk about infrasound. Now, we know there are animals out there that do. You know, one of the interviews I did, I neglected uh, by mentioning that, but we also know that these demonic entities, these angels, can do the same thing. In fact, that's one of their things that they're all held bad to do is to make you sick and to kill you, destroy you, send you hell before you ever find out about Jesus. Who Jesus? Yeah, matter, ma- yeah, matter of fact, uh, lions will do that out in the wild to stun their prey before they go in for the kill. Sure. So there's absolutely no reason at all for us to think that the angelic beings or higher beings than a lion uh, can do the same same thing, okay? Yeah. In fact, they're more likely to do that anyways. In fact, you you hear over and over again how many people that diseases are uh, demonically, spiritually related. And once they start reading the Bible and start praying and, and start cleaning up their act a little bit as far as the intake of what they put in their bodies, uh, I mean... Jimmy, you're an excellent example of just all the weight loss, right? Just by changing a little bit of your behavior. Now you add yeah. the Bible with that. I mean, that's defense. The word, of, you know, the word of God, prayer, um, that, and praying to the to true and living God, not to your fable God, not to all the many demons that are pretending to be gods. You know, like in India where they have a hundred million or whatever it is gods. They're all demons that they're praying to. You know, Shiva is a is a major principality and a demonic entity. Yeah, God's isn't not he depicted as you being to kill blue? Yourself. Yeah, yeah, and it's a long tongue. Of course, that long tongue is always uh, prevalent, you know, when it comes to these sort of things. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, where was I at with all this? I mean, I can go so many different directions. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm uh, curious. Go ahead, finish your thought, but okay. I, I do have a question. Well, go ahead with this question. Um, something else that kind of disenchanted me while I was, you know, involved in this paranormal group is they seem to embrace a lot of um, these energy workers. You, you know what I'm saying? Are you familiar psychics. with these psychics, energy workers that um, you could go in and these these people are gifted with the power to to soothe you through their own energy. Um, and and work you oh. up, <laughs> uh, chakras, all this all this stuff. So, what what's your take on that? Very dangerous. And by the way, I had that experience uh, maybe about ten years ago. It would be, um, and I was involved with uh, the Unity Church, which is 
this new age Luciferian Christianity where they abuse. Basically, it's it's the the beginning stages of witchcraft, introducing you to witchcraft and using certain verses out of the Bible out of context as a form of witchcraft. You know, and basically following uh, in a nutshell Aleister Crowley's law. You know, do do with do it without will, right? That's the whole of the law. Yeah. Do it without will, the whole of the law. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, witchcraft is quite prevalent in this this whole thing. You see a lot of um, oh people that are involved with the psychic community, divination, uh, astrology, all that. You know, God has made it really clear in witchcraft. Witchcraft is is the equivalent to God as fornication and murder. Okay, and if you're practicing that, you're not going to heaven. Even if you say you believe in Jesus Christ, there are called, there's people out there pretending to be Christian witches. Okay? And they're deceived. This is one of the reasons we've got to talk about this stuff. If we really care about this, we've got to be brave enough to talk about this. Even if they send their demons at you, and they attack you, and they attack your health, and they might even kill me. But I care about them. You're not supposed to love my enemy. How do I love my enemy unless I tell them the truth? Because in reality, I don't see them really as my enemy, but they're deceived by the enemy, which is the devil and these demons, his hordes of demons. And if you think about a third of the host of heaven fell and is here where we live, and you look up in the stars and the endless, the countless number of stars, and if you can accept that they're angels, that gives you an idea of what we're dealing with here. You know the story of the legion. You know uh, the, the you know the guy who was demonized by a legion. The guy that Christ our Lord and Savior you know cast out and put him into the swine and sent him into the yeah the, the sea there. Right. Uh, listen, that's our everyone's potential. In fact, I believe that most people are actually at this point in the world are demonized by legions. I believe that I had legions. When I was doing that, when you're talking about doing the chakra and doing, you know, I was mixed up with all these folks. And these people, they cared about me. And this one guy, he spent a lot of money on me. And this one lady that, you know, the healing, you put you on the table and they just, she rubs her hand. It doesn't actually touch you. just puts her hands back and forth over you. Mm-hmm. And she, she goes, how do you feel? And I, I'm going to be honest with what I told her. I said, I feel horny. <laughs> now, what does that mean? You know, I look back now with a little more sophistication, understanding what's going on. Well, of course I would, but she was shoving a bunch of demons in me. She's a witch, moving back and forth, stationed in New York City, and just people have her go all around the world to do this stuff to people. Well, what is she really doing? She she thinks she's really, or maybe she doesn't. I mean, a lot of these folks know better. There's there is. Dark magic. A lot of dark magic is involved with Bigfoot. Well, it's in the Bible. A lot of, but a lot of these say that they that they come in with light. That they're that they're about light. But well, it's, it but says in the Bible though. Go ahead, Jimmy. It says in the Bible, you know, that witchcraft, psychics, um, they're an abomination in the eyes of God. Right. And, you know, we have, if it's, you know, and the Bible is truth. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, some people interpret the Bible any way that they want these days. But 
you know, there's there's no getting around the truth, and it's right there for everyone to see. Yeah. And if you look at, too, the, when it comes to witchcraft, sorcery, you know, all this stuff, you know, it ends up being, you get demonized, it's a bondage, it's more people's lives have been ruined in the physical realm because of it than they want to admit. Many of these people that do these practitioners, you know, practitioners of these these dark arts, don't want to admit to you because they're afraid of the consequences we're going to have because they've been dealing with these things, and they've been told, well, if you don't do what we say, and then you know we're going to kill you and take away this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, what profits a man if he gain the whole world but lose his own soul type of thing? And right. also, there's angel light. When it comes to angel light, you were mentioned, Jen. Well, we know that even Satan and can appear as an angel of light. Sure. Yep. All these things could be, you know, so just because you see an angel of light doesn't mean you're seeing one of God's angels. The best way to know if they're one of God's angels is to bring up the blood of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ and see how they respond. Now, if they get all upset and get all angry, and you know, uh, then of course you're pretty confident that you're dealing with one of the bad angels. <laughs> Okay, uh, and and usually what's going to happen too, folks. Uh, the only reason why God's going to send one of His messengers to you is because He has a a message for you, and it will be in line with His word and His will, not mm-hmm. your not your will, His will, because they serve Him first, not you. Right. So, but these you know, these a- false. Go ahead. Yeah. On a personal note, too, when I was involved with this paranormal group, we would um, interact with other paranormal groups. And for the life of me, <laughs> um, it's kind of elementary and petty, but looking back on it now, I can maybe see something bigger at work. It seems like these paranormal people would not warm up to me, would not like me. And I, would nev- and I felt like I would never fit in. And that sounds kind of you know, high school juvenile-ish. <laughs> but looking oh. back, I think they sent something in me, you know? Of course they did. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're one of the, see, you're, if you're one of God's children, the world's going to be at enmity with you. They hated him before they hated you, and he promised you that if you're one of his, they're going to hate you. You're not going to get along with the world if you're one of his. And that's why it's so pointless to be part of the world. Because we're just going to be constantly beating our head against the wall or kicking against the pricks, as it says about Paul. Or, and, that, and in the end, God's going to allow these things to happen to you to bring you back to him. He's going to allow you to suffer, to have all these bad things, to realize, listen, you're one of mine. You're not one of theirs. You're, there are two different – people like to say, and I'm, not, I'm not saying – well, there's like – it seems like there's two different seeds, if you will. And Jesus says it, you know, they're the children of the devil and they're his children. Those people, there's people out there who know who they are and they they and they totally totally have convinced themselves that they're going to hell anyways and they're like fifth, sixth generation witches and they're just they know how to manipulate these things and cause people to suffer and they cause people to be killed and cause diseases and all that kind of stuff and they think they have great power. But they don't realize that they're damning themselves for all eternity. The real power is in Jesus Christ, in him. 
Because what you are is a threefold person. You're a physical, you have you have a physical body, a spirit, and a soul. And your spirit's gonna last forever. Internally, intuitively, even those who hate God and call themselves atheists know deep down inside this is true. God has allowed that to be there in all of us. Mm-hmm. And folks, if you're practicing these the dark arts or witchcraft or sorcery and you hear this message, I want you to know that you can be freed from this. In fact, many folks just like you that I interview have turned around to be real spiritual warriors for God and now are freeing folks just like you from the bondage of witchcraft and sorcery and of these demons. And they're real. Mm. And the bondage is real. And you know, if you're one of those people, you know that what I'm saying is the truth. I understand a lot of other... Go ahead. The the paranormal field, the Bigfoot field, can be a, um, a witness field, right? A mission field? I well, that's what I've decided to do with it. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, God, if I'm going to do this and expose these things, and because you know that's what it turns out to be, uh, in one way or the other, you know, either you're going to be under the spell of these things and think that there's something other than they are. And I know it's harsh. Sounds like it's harsh speaking, but if you just get real honest about it, folks, get real honest about it. I mean, these things can do everything that you want them to do. They'll do anything that you want them to do. They'll give you, I, I've seen them, I've seen images of them manipulating leaves to make a face. I know that they can make a, a, a footprint. Usually it's in mud or in the snow. Very easy for them to make a footprint for you. Very easy. Very easy for them to put a handprint on your car. Yeah, you manifest long enough to do that. Okay, whether it's the small orb-like uh, entities that can do it and manipulate the leaves and the snow to give you a footprint, or a bigger one, one of those can manifest long enough to give you a footprint. Okay, or even a couple footprints, but there never goes anywhere, never leads to anywhere, and everything that we think about our dens, which I have, I've had the experience. One of the most bizarre experiences the den I found and that one night when I was with that Indian crow and when the two heads popped out. Now I've seen that I had photographed the heads before and I actually seen them with my eyes there and it was a ravine in the middle of a cab, Roman Catholic uh, it's in a ravine in the middle of a Roman Catholic cemetery and they what they did is they took a big tree and they knocked it over and they were hanging out in the dead branches there in the ravine don't know why they do that. But I know that one thing is they like to be around water. Spirit beings like to be around water. There's, there's, there are water spirits, and then they usually use these corridors. And people talk about all the time. You know, they, they use the streams and the rivers as corridors to travel. Demons do that. Demons exactly. do not like dry They don't like dry places. No, they don't. God talks about, you know, you, you're cleansed from the demon, and if you don't, clean up your act and follow Jesus, guess what? Seven more are showing up. Why is mm-hmm. it? Because they don't like to be in the right places. So very easy to find these things wherever there's water, running water, streams, brooks. Anyways, when I had that expo- experience with this Indian crow that I had no idea 
had been involved in Satan blood rituals and was a shaman of the dark arts, of life and death and whatever all that is. And that happened after the fact, right? That we, I showed him this, and it just turned dark, uh, the ravine and where the, what I called the nest, because I kept on seeing these heads. All right, now I'm just thinking they must be, they must have been at the time. I was like, they must be there using that as some kind of nest. There's water, there's a cul-de-sac, there's places for them to go and run, there's deer and all that kind of stuff in, the, in this deep ravine. There's sun. And, uh, but it was night, it just turned dark. And he started pounding his head and making all these noises. And the next thing you know, out of the ground, two heads pop out. Blackheads now, because nighttime. And one of the things that happened, or it might be a talk about, is when they see these dark, shadowy figures. But there's like this shimmering shine around them, like electricity, okay? And then one of them jumped right out. And he jumped on all fours like a frog. And, of course, we're looking down on it in a ravine. We're only about 30 yards away from this thing. That's not very far. He starts throwing pizza at the thing. And it starts crawling towards us. And I'm like, hey, oh, it's time to go. And I tried to take some pictures of it, but I didn't have a camera to take pictures of it. I didn't have an infrared camera. And I had to take pictures of it. Okay? But when they do show up in infrared, you know, they do. That's where the most important things, too, the, when it comes to taking pictures of these things, folks. If you get older cell phones, keep those. If you have them, keep them. Older cameras that they have not had the infrared sensor in it taken out the modern phones the modern cameras they are doing that because yeah. i think they they figured out that that's how people can see these things by the way day or night doesn't have to be dark mm-hmm. okay in fact in the daytime you can actually start seeing the faces more and the, but this thing jumped up and started crawling to us and i said we got to get out of here man this is this, and I'm like thinking back at it, you know, afterwards. I'm like, how did these two heads? How did they just come up and materialize out of the ground? How did this thing? The, it, the, the ravine was open. It was too open. The branches could not hide this thing. And this thing, when it was crawling, it looked it had to be at least seven to eight feet long, not including the legs and arms. It was crawling like well, you look like a frog crawling up, you know. And I and it's like, how did that happen? There's nothing living in this world that we know of. No monkey, lion, person, whatever that can do that stuff. And and also, I was in the company of a shaman and a satanist who were bragging about afterwards how he was involved in a satanic ritual in in the middle of Ohio where they killed a 15-year-old girl and a goat, and he got a chance to see what he believed was Lucifer. By the way, these demons... Oh, my Lord. Uh, yeah, but these demons can pretend to be Lucifer, too, because Lucifer is only... He cannot be at all places. He can only be at one place at a time. So he has his uh, other, his hireling uh, demonic entities to be involved in all this. And he just bragged about it. Said, it's the most beautiful thing you ever seen in your life. People talk about having sex with ghosts. Women are getting rid of their their fiancés and their boyfriends and their husbands because now they're having sex. This great sex with ghosts. <laughs> I'm telling you, 
It all is crazy. It, it all ties in together. Once you're willing to lie, to tie in there. Uh, just it's it's so obvious what's going on to me at this point. Now I understand that the vast majority of people, researchers, don't want either. They reject God altogether. There's, by the way, there are a lot of witches and sort and Satanists involved in the and the Bigfoot community. So you got to be real careful with that who you befriend. You got to. You got to be willing to weed people out. It's a dangerous thing to do because uh, you're going to be isolated. But what's more important, the praise of men or the praise of God? Exactly. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's very. This whole thing is it's it's been going on for such a long time. It's all about idolatry, witchcraft, channeling these demonic entities. And having them manifest. And that if you really do a good job and you kill enough people and do whatever they want, they maybe even might, you know, summon enough energy together, work together to actually give you that opportunity to actually see the thing in the flesh and even get some pictures and take it. Now, I'm not saying that that the person necessarily who took the pictures was involved with this satanic ritual. Doesn't have to be. There could be people within the vicinity doing that or involved in that recently to allow that to happen. I believe there's a lot of people that see these things that are innocent victims. That actually it was other people involved in voodoo and hoodoo and witchcraft and Satanism and SRA satanic ritual, and um, that cause you know, to make this make the veil be ripped so that these things can manifest. Yeah, well, uh, I'm sorry, but this is all the time we have for tonight. I want to thank you once again, Michael, for coming on and uh, sharing these, uh, what you know and things about the, the demonic side. And, um, maybe, I've learned uh, a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can have you on again. Oh, anytime. You know, Jimmy. I, but you know, you know who I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. And I know that you know it's not gonna make everybody happy. So, and there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be upset that you even talk to me. <laughs> yeah. You just keep you keep well, plugging away, man. You be honest about the whole thing, and let the chips fly where they may. And you better be surprised. You might end up having much better. Followers in the long run be being completely honest about what's going on, transparent, then, you know, trying Thank to make sure what that. You know what I mean? Because you're a good guy. you got a great personality, and it's just a matter of time. Keep going, too. Don't give up. Make sure you can start that YouTube channel. If you don't know how to do it, I'll help you do that as well. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, keep uh, going, man. It was, okay, uh, it was wonderful listening to you tonight. It really was. Well, thank you, Jen. Thank you. It was nice talking to you. You guys are talking to me. I want to thank I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. Uh, join me next Saturday, the twenty fourth, as my guest will be lead researcher of Virginia's ECBRO, Mr. Daniel Benoit. I'd like to thank you all. Uh, thank you, Jen, for being a co-host again tonight. And once again, thank you, Michael. Uh, everyone, have a blessed night and good night. Thank you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.